A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome back again. Oh, this one's got to be poured into a glass, as you should do with good craft beer. That's right. Welcome back again, everybody, as I'm pouring to episode four. Oh, let's, oh, that's let's nice. see if we can get a clip of that one. Episode four of Fantasy Brews. Tune into our draft special. Mike and myself are going to be helping you guys get ready for your upcoming draft. We're now also available to listen to on YouTube. You can't see our pretty faces yet. But you can hear our pretty voices, <laughs> I guess. Uh, as well as our usual spaces, Podbean, Apple, and Google. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Fantasy Brews Pod. We just hit 100 followers this past week. Woo-woo. Thanks to everyone out there in the Twitterverse. Fantasy football Twitterverse is, like, is real. Yeah, there's a lot of fun conversations it's, going on It's there. legit. <laughs> like, it, it's like a weird community. It's just everybody. A lot of great people. Who's anybody. Well, anybody in fantasy football. Right, right. That's yeah, nice. I mean, we're always asking questions, debating anything fantasy football related. Today's beer is Ugly Finder IPA from Broken Bat Brewing Company here in Milwaukee, suggested by our new Twitter friend at One Up Fantasy FB. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the recommendation of beer. All right, give That's her a try. Already. Give her a try. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's nice. I've been to this brewery before. It's just downtown. I went and stopped over and got this before I came here. When they first opened up, I can honestly say that their beers were not the best, but they've improved a ton, a ton. I've been there multiple times back, and it's gotten better. This one's good. It's fruity, yeah, hoppy. It's not too like hard hitting of an IPA. Like sometimes they get a little too hoppy or too bitter, and I, at least for me, and I like this a lot. I think if the cloudiness takes away from the bitterness that you might not like but it's a mosaic new england style ipa it's pretty floral too i'd say and i was gonna ask of... what's the first thing you taste mm. as if it were a fine wine this is a fine beer i'm gonna say i taste a good amount of floral yeah i, I feel like these lighter fruits like like apricot or something it is good that's really good i'm an ipa drinker myself so i that's what i usually stick to in it's a good recommendation it was very good we'll be drinking it throughout the show oh, oh speaking the... of that oh it's six percent abv so it's not super heavy. I think it was a six, on the website six point nine. Yeah, I, I'm. Let's just I was that. legit six point nine. <laughs> I believe you, and it's sexy. And all their all their beers are like made, named after baseball scenarios, references, players, all stuff like that. Um, mainly because Milwaukee Brewers here. Broken Bad Brewery makes sense. I just went their new brewery, uh, new location rather, just opened up. Literally just blocks from where they used to be, but in a better spot. Nice, uh, bigger building. It's pretty cool in there. They had like a batting cage and they got like a wall of bobbleheads and it's cool. Sounds chill. Sounds like it a cool awesome. place to drink. I haven't been, well, besides just walking in with my mask, grabbing sure. in, going. There was nobody <laughs> inside. They had a couple outdoor tables, but hopefully when it's all over, we can go around to brewery hopping again. Something to look forward to. Brewery hopping. <laughs> Rundown of the show. Starting off with previous episodes corrections, then heading into our facts stack quip of the week. Moving on to what limited news updates from around the NFL there are. Then Mike and I will be doing our standard mock draft. How many mock drafts have you done so far? Okay, so we did... You. I think I've done... I think I've only done one mock draft. We did an episode we recorded. That's the only other one I've done. Yeah, and then I, I guess I should mention I, I've done a few best ball drafts. 
Uh, so if you're not familiar, I guess really quickly, best ball is a type of league where you just do the draft and that's it. It's a little bit larger of a draft, but there's no in-season management. The system automatically puts your best players for a given week into your starting lineup. And that's it. So you can do a bunch of them. So I've done four or five. No, I think I've done seven of those I counted, which is worth mentioning just because it is practice for sure. So that's been nice. Yeah, the first one went swimmingly. I think I liked my team. I barely remember. All I remember is I took DJ Chark out of steel in like the sixth yeah. or something like that. I remember the computers were making some interesting picks. We're yeah, we'll see how they... Sleeper again, so we'll see. After that mock draft, we're going to be answering some Twitter questions, vulturing them rather, about other people's upcoming drafts. Uh, lastly, we're going to round it out with this week's Bruce Clues. All right. Sounds like a great show. All right. Corrections. <laughs> this was a combination of mistake between the two of us, kind Yay! of. We just kind of knew that this isn't even that bad of a mistake. Like, I didn't find any other mistakes. Nobody called us out. So this is a very mellow one. Pointed out by the same guy who chose the beer, at 1UpFantasyFB. Oh, Let us yes. know on Twitter. Um, you had mentioned the Washington Senators. Yeah. So we were talking about changing the name. Yeah. And it's an, an H. Wait, is it an NHL team? No, it's not an ah. NHL team. They were... They were the Minnesota, that's what the Minnesota Twins were before they moved to Minnesota. So there was a baseball team. Okay, okay. And I looked it up and it was so, they moved around so many teams for no reason. (laughs) So they were the Senators from 1901 to 1905. Then they became the Nationals technically, but they still call them the Senators. They're interchangeable basically. Sure. They moved to Minnesota in 1960. Then an expansion team was back in Washington the next year. And that team that moved back to Washington later moved and became the Texas Rangers in 72. That's the first name I recognize. And then the Montreal Expos came back to Washington in 2005 to be what's still the Nationals. There's so much trouble. Why didn't you just hold on to a team? How that, why was it that difficult? You're like, you know what? It'll work this time. Ah, maybe next time. Oh, we'll try again in 30 years. Ah, okay. Maybe some drunk nerds will riff about it on a podcast at some point. We'll give them something to talk about. But that's the only <laughs> correction I have to make. That's awesome. Hopefully we We're don't make great. any. Watch, now I just made a mistake and I'm going to have to correct my correction. If we just say, like, I'm pretty sure before everything. I'm fairly <laughs> okay with saying I I'm all but certain. This, but. Then we'll, we can never be wrong because we have, like, pre-qualified it with, I don't know, 100% for sure. Do and we, that's why you come to the show. That's most of what we say. For probably real advice. <laughs> I mean, we don't 100% know for sure that this receiver is going to be the top one. That's, that's the true. whole premise of the show. We don't know. <laughs> We're probably wrong on almost everything we say. <laughs> but when I'm right on something, goddammit, <laughs> you will hear about it. But guess what? Nobody deep dives into what we said in the preseason at the end of the season. That's too much work. I think, I think they do that for the pros. Good this year. Well, okay, well. <laughs> Fact, stat. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. You can go first. All right. I don't um, know if, do I always just tell you to go first? I think so, but... I, I yeah, whatever. Just go That's because I always host, talk... The, I talk about the, the intro, so I'm like, yeah, I've talked <laughs> enough already. It makes sense. Now it's a thing. Uh, okay, so I went ahead and I jotted down the top 10 players, or defenses, that were on championship fantasy rosters last year. This is according to ESPN. So... We're doing the draft, uh, the mock draft, a little later today. I think this kind of segues into it a little bit, although I feel like it kind of detracts from it as well. What I'm getting at is there were the top 10 players uh, that were on fantasy championship rosters. This is according to ESPN for ESPN leagues only, and this is uh, under the premise of a full PPR league, so we usually go standard, but that's fine. Top 10 players in order of popularity, Rashad Perriman, A.J. Brown, Christian McCaffrey, Tyler Higbee, Devontae Parker, 
Ryan Tannehill, Raheem Mostert, Aaron Jones, Lamar Jackson, and then the Steelers' defense was at 10. Well, I mean, based on that, besides McCaffrey, all of them could have been taken in later rounds. That's that's basically exactly my point. Like, Seven especially of those Perriman. Nobody expected that. Oh, yeah. He put together he has the wide receiver three on the team. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both got injured at the end of the year. So you had – he was the starting receiver for a good fantasy offense when Jameis Winston's throwing the ball in the air. Honestly, maybe Jones, but last – thinking of last year, McCaffrey and that is probably the only guaranteed first rounder. Yeah. So I actually – along with these percentage. Uh, they range from 27.2 at Brashad Perriman to the lowest is 18.4 with the Steelers, a percentage of championship teams. I jotted down where that a given player was drafted in the draft, and you, you hit it on the spot. Seven of these ten players were not even drafted in NFL drafts. No one drafted Brashad Perriman. A.J. Brown. No one drafted A.J. Brown. No one drafted Devontae Parker. Or, uh, you know, the nobody drafted Devontae Parker. Uh, according to ESPN, <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> that's the one golf in But Devontae okay Parker was bad for four straight years. Like, he he turned it on like midway through last year, and, and hopefully he carries it on. But yeah, so, I mean, this is this is averages, so I'm sure there were some leagues with some of these guys. Rashad Perriman's my deep sleeper of the year on the Jets. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I like that. They, they've had uh, issues with, uh, what's his name, their rookie. Denzel Mims? It sounds yeah. like he's dealing yeah. with some injury right now or something. Well, he's also dealing with some gaze. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a case of gaze. He's got bad gaze. <laughs> hey He's got that, bad gaze. Okay, um, so for the three players that were actually drafted, Christian McCaffrey obviously was drafted very highly. He was the 2.8 pick on average from, again, ESPN Leagues. The other one was Aaron Jones. He was the 39th pick. I believe this was in a 10-team league, so that's around the end of the third round, middle of the third round for like a 12-team league. And then Lamar Jackson was the only other drafted player, but he wasn't being drafted right now. He's being drafted in like the ninth or 10th round or something. Pick 124.4. So, uh, you know, that was before everyone knew what he is and when, you know, where he turned it on. So the, I guess the point to make, you know, looking ahead to our mock draft is your draft is super important, obviously, and it's a lot of fun, but it's not, you know, you don't, you don't have a good draft and then win your league. You, you know, play the waiver wire with some of these guys that, you know, like surface above injury, like Rashad Perriman or just, Show you they're actually really, really great, like A.J. Brown, even on a bad offense or a low-volume offense, rather, at least at the beginning of last year. So it's just really interesting to think about. Uh, you want to set yourself up for success early in the weeks. I mentioned uh, before about like looking at a quarterback's early schedule, but I'm willing to move on for sure. If I can hit on somebody late, like, you know, who's this year's Lamar Jackson that you can get in the ninth round, that's great. But it's not always going to pan out, so be ready to move. This beer is, I don't know if it's hitting you like it is, but it's like dry. I don't know. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying mm. that's a bad thing. But it's like, obviously, with a lot of beers, you don't get the aftertaste right away when you first taste it, because that's why it's called aftertaste. Right. Not the during taste. <laughs> but this, I mean, I taste the bitterness is in the aftertaste, and it's like a little dry. It's got like the like a unique mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's not like most IPAs, and it's... I, mean, I was going to mention again. You can, tell it's not a du- you can tell it's not a double IPA. It's a it's a right. it's, it's an IPA for people who really aren't always into IPAs, but they want to try some a little different. Yeah, this is nice. It's not like I mentioned earlier. It's not uh, like a heavy hitting like I can have a couple of these for sure. A lot of AP, IPAs, I just you know I'll, I'll have one and I want to switch to something a little easier. Well, that's I why I do it. That's why I do it at breweries like especially like beer bars when they for have sure. all that choice. I'm like, uh, well, sometimes if I find one I really like, I'm, I'll keep going with that one, but I'll usually switch it up all the time and try a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Get a flight of some. Some different options. My fact. I think I've told you this one before because I it's awesome. Justin Tucker has scored the exact same number of points four years in a row. The kicker for the Ravens has scored 141, like actual points, yeah. not fantasy points, 141 
points four years in a <laughs> row. That's that's nuts. Like consistency. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, he's been a top five kicker all those years too. Sure, I was going to ask what the average. Is. Never been nine. less than a number nine in his career. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, he's one of the kickers who will go in drafts. There should right. not be more than twelve kickers being taken in a draft. Right. <laughs> he made twenty one more extra points last year than two thousand eighteen, but seven less field goals. So that just Baltimore scoring more. Sure. So they don't sense. need him to kick as many field goals, but he makes up for the lack of field goals by just getting more into more extra points. Then it balances out to uh, a solid one forty one. And in 2016, he made 10 field goals over 50 yards. Wow. Was that, like, that was a good sad. fantasy that, year. <laughs> that is, yeah. But I just think it's it's so weird. 141 exactly. Especially for a kicker where it's literally, you score one at a time for the most part. One or three, that's your right. options. And yeah, you don't have any other, other options. Justin Tucker. Mr. Consistency. I can I, only I assume he's, his, his extra point numbers, will, it's not like the Baltimore... Offense is going to slow down and all. They're going to, it's going to be even more so this year. For sure. They're, we'll see if he crazy. I hope he gets 142. That would be on. so sad. I'm rooting for you, Justin Tucker. Get 142. I feel like even Justin. I'm, just gonna, I'm going to be tracking it throughout the year. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep track of this. <laughs> well, we'll add to our doc. Update Justin Tucker. Yeah. Scored 14 points so yes. far. Yes. <laughs> Justin Tucker. Five in a row. Now, oh, I'm, now I'm rooting for the 141 again. Fuck your 142. I was going to say, Justin Tucker wants 140. He doesn't want 150. He right. wants 141. He's just going to stop. <laughs> they're going to be in the playoffs. He's at 141 points. Game, they're down by two. Time running out, he's going to miss. And he's like, I had to do it. Right. Even I had like, to do it. That or he'll just... Harbaugh gets involved. No, we're not kicking it. We're, that, we're going for it. That or they're down two in the playoffs. He's six shy of tying it. Fake kick. I was going to say, points scored, like, it's not only kicks, he could, yeah, he could pass it or something. To Lamar Jackson, who flips it to RG3, who gets behind Dobbins, Dobbins throws down some blocks, and then also... We did this exact Everyone same else thing. Do you yeah, remember that? I love this. This, this offense is so fun. These pieces can go everywhere. Yeah, Justin Tucker's just <laughs> Justin Tucker's involved. And then Des Bryant comes in and... We'll see if Des Bryant comes in. <laughs> I'm in the same boat with the Des Bryant stuff as I am with Antonio Brown. Let me know when something happens. Who? When he's on a team. Like, I, I don't have anything against Des Bryant. Just let me know. I'm sick of hearing every week. Right. Oh, this team now. Ooh, he's been talking to this guy. Just Who is more likely to get signed? They're pro- I feel like they're both lower probability, you know, or whatever. But do I think, think Des Bryant, just because likely? he needs to go in there and he needs to help out some of the young guys. Yeah. And he's, I think... Didn't we see him kind of slower? I mean, they have Willie Sneed, but Will, you don't want Willie Sneed to be a leader. Willie Sneed. <laughs> Des Bryant. He's nothing to sneed at. <laughs> is that a saying? That's nothing to sneeze at? That, that is a saying. What do you sneeze at? I don't know. You replace Can you make yourself with... sneeze? <laughs> no. I, uh, I don't get that saying. I make myself like, like, that's a big thing. It doesn't fit. I, I think I've heard it before. I just don't get it. Like 141 points in a, in a season as a like, kicker? Oh. That's nothing to sneeze at. What if I have to? <laughs> Sometimes you can't. Well, then no one sneeze in that direction, that conceptual direction. Wow. Some sayings have the weirdest backgrounds to it. For those of you that haven't caught on yet, I take the shotgun approach to jokes where eventually one of them's going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, when it does. Moving on to this week's news updates with Mike. And Kyle. Coming at you. Really, the only news is injuries. Yeah, there's not much. We already covered more than we needed to about the Bryant. Bryant. (laughs) Hawkinson, still dealing with ankle injury that ended his rookie season. 
tight end for the Lions. Fantasy Pros has him as the number 16 tight end this season. But this him saying his ankle is not 100% still makes me drop him a few spots. Some notable tight ends that move up in place of him, I would say Blake Jarwin and Jack Doyle. I like it. On the Colts. I just... It, if he's saying in camp that he doesn't feel 100%, I, why should I feel like 100% of drafting him? <laughs> it's a good way to view it. I was hoping. I like a good tight end. I was hoping him. He had such good promise as a rookie. Well, hype, rather. Right. I wouldn't say promise. He didn't perform <laughs> that much. after He obviously lost Stafford. That didn't help anything. But. Right. Cowboys defensive tackle Gerald McCoy probably out for the season with fear torn ACL. I did see that one too, yeah. That's a big hit to the Cowboys defense who was already questionable to draft. I would take them off your draft board at this point. Like that's the they were right in the middle anyways. Again, you sh- should not be have more than 12 defenses drafted in your draft. Yes. Don't consider the Cowboys anymore. One thing I don't want to like bring up positive light to a player's horrifying injury, but when a defense gets a little worse, when you, when you have a team that's got a bad defense and a good offense, it's a really good fantasy uh, you know, remedy. The Saints were like this until kind of recently. Their defense is better now. Packers were like this in the past mm-hmm. as well. So if the Cowboys have a middle-of-the-pack or worse defense and they're going to have a great offense, their line is great as well. You know, if you're, if you're somebody who's worried about, like, the targets going to some of those, uh, you know, lesser-known pieces, I think, you know, they – they could end up being okay. I, I think you might have to come back a little bit more, or at least throw to stay in it and stuff like that. And that, so that I don't think it's going to be a big turning point at and all. But you never want to start a defense that is a risk. You want a defense you know will get you at least zero points. Right, <laughs> Honestly, right. you do Just not. not negative. <laughs> like you, if they, if you have a solid defense that's playing this shit team, great. If you need to pick something up from the waiver wire, which is I do basically every week. Just find that matchup where it could to be very even. Right. Find that. That's why you don't that's why we keep saying don't draft defense don't draft more than one defense and don't draft them until the end. Mm-hmm. Or I guess, you know, in this case the second to last round right before the kicker. Because it the Patriots defense is great. But if they play the Ravens in you know in week whatever, I don't I'm probably gonna yeah. try to start a different defense. Yeah. So you look for the matchups. In the same way you could have a, a decent like if the Cowboys play the Redskins, which they do twice a year. I might consider throwing the Cowboys yeah. defense in. Yes. I think Plus I did that defense. I did that last year. Like that was the best example of I picked up the Cowboys defense or like Brett's I feel like it's a little more about who they like the defenses themselves obviously make a big difference, but I think at least as important, if not more important, is who are they playing. Another defense to just throw out at this point is the Bengals defense. This lost Trey Waynes with Torn Peck. High school um, teammate. <laughs> the only other one. Don't bother with the Bengals D either. Oh yeah. Back to offense now. You gotta throw in some defense. Defenses matter. Defenses can arguably, like, obviously people get pissed about it, but defenses can make or break your week for sure. You get a negative five from a defense, that's that's shit. Where you could have gotten five positive, and that's a sway of ten right there, while their defense, maybe Patriots, pull out a 20 bomb. They are. Those are all (laughs) those defenses out there. Yeah. Like, occasionally there's last year's Patriots, Bears, and Steelers of the past. But even then, I'm still hesitant. I play those kind of week to week. Yep. Jags tight end Josh Oliver, broken foot. Still wouldn't bother with Eifert no. as their starting tight end. Um, he's had <laughs> tons of injury passed with him. I don't think that team's going to be all that great of a team. Their wide receivers, I feel like, are getting better. Yeah, for sure. So, I, but, but I don't want a lesser known, you know. Yeah, forget. Still wouldn't bother with Eifert. Oliver, obviously, out. Right. And then the big one, Jalen Hurd, tore his ACL. Sucks. 
Yeah. He missed his rookie season due to back injury. And so uh, we've talked about a game it. Yet, right? No. He scored like two touchdowns in a preseason game and looked great. And we've, then we've talked about scored. before how much the 49ers are hurting. Yeah. Ayuk Specifically stock, their receivers. Ayuk's stock goes up even more. Yeah. After this. Like his stock has been going up and up and up and he hasn't even done anything yet. He's yeah. literally just <laughs> showing up to camp and they're like keep dropping this guy's like guys. He shows up. But then along those lines, Kittle signed his five year extension this past week for seventy five million. He is he's that's their right. wide receiver one. He is. <laughs> Kittle. It's a good thing they have a solid defense. Just for the record, that that's why you take a chance on somebody like Ayuk. Like the guys that are in front of him or who knows where as as other receivers are are, you know, unfortunately getting hurt, just like who gives a fuck about Rashad Perriman until Mike Evans and Chris Godwin go down. Mm-hmm. And now he's just the most owned player on championship rosters. So th- those guys are guys to look for, for sure. You got other injury guys? That's all I got. The, I got a, the I got a couple of really on. minor notes, uh, but AJ Green sounds like he's having a hamstring issue. You wouldn't think it would be something long-term, but he's dealt with a lot of injuries uh, in his history, and he also he hasn't played in a while. So just he's over that age, you know, I saw I saw he stayed on the field and just, when he had that injury, so I hope it's not too bad. If if he is, you know, banged up, might help one of my rookie picks on the same team. But that player, T. Higgins, is also dealing with uh, you know a similar hamstring injury limiting him. And then Nick Chubb is in the concussion protocol. Um, yeah, which you never know. It's gonna, yeah. It shouldn't affect anything you would think, you know, for the actual season. But it's a bad <laughs> I saw I saw what in one of the reports, T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, I think what the report this said, the report said that Philip Rivers likes throwing to T.Y. Hilton. I saw that. Wow, you like throwing to your main receiver? Could you imagine <laughs> if it was the opposite? Whoa! Philip Rivers complains he doesn't like T.Y. Hilton. Philip Rivers hates throwing the ball. Oh, I'm Philip Rivers, and T.Y. Hilton doesn't like Creed, so I fucking hate throwing to that guy. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton probably doesn't like Creed. Probably not. I'm trying to find the exact... Let's note, T.Y. Yeah, it said early observations. Philip Rivers likes throwing to T.Y. Hilton. No fucking shit. <laughs> like, why do you need to report that? Oh, Aaron Rodgers loves throwing to Devontae Adams. What? Whoa. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Draft him. Not <laughs> Rodgers. Uh, Maybe now. <laughs> Let's move on to our mock draft. Now that we covered the latest that we need to know about some people that might affect our draft. Absolutely, yeah. So we're doing. Uh, I claim oh, the top spot, but we can pick. So right. I'm going to randomize random. mine for sure. Right? You can you can do... your Google can your Google lady hear us? A Google? Oh, or are you yeah, just ran- yeah. Or are you just hitting a random There's button? There's a randomized button on this Oh, one. do I have that? Well, I, I, it does, I do the whole thing. See? Oh, okay. So I'm just going to hit randomized teams, and we're going to see what happens. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the scoop. So we're doing a 12-team. We're, we're doing a mock draft that's going to mimic uh, what Kyle's league is set up as is that he commissions. So I guess why don't you talk about your draft set, like your settings of your roster since it's your league and stuff. Standard 12 Team, we start one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, tight end, flex defense kicker. And I think five bench spots. Five bench spots, and we do have the spot that I have to adjust the settings, but we have the IR spot, which obviously doesn't affect your drafting. Sure, yeah. But too many injuries nowadays. So Kyle has the eighth pick of the 12 teams. I have the 11th pick of the 12 teams. Uh, And then everyone else is computers. So we're going to go ahead and see if our drafting strategies and, and who we end up picking up and all that sort of stuff ends up lining up with what we uh, were talking about last week. Let's get into it. Let's get drafting. All right. So Kyle's uh, looking at who he's going to pick. 
And <laughs> looking at the first seven... I don't know seven. what these computers are doing. <laughs> so we won't list off all the names, but the early rounds are pretty important. So this is the order that we're getting on Sleeper uh, from the CPUs picking themselves. Saquon went first, followed by McCaffrey, Michael Thomas at the third pick, and then all running backs, uh, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook. That brings Kyle to the 108. <laughs> My very obvious pick would be Zeke. He's a big name. That's, that's I don't left. know how that the drops like that. The system has ranked as the third guy. So These computers are strange. That's really don't expect your drafts to start like this one just started for us because Michael Thomas went third. That's really that's really bad. And then just now at the 10 spot, Patrick Mahomes. Wow, what's going that's on really with this draft? <laughs> Josh Jacob followed Zeke. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, yeah, the 110. It's an early receipt, uh, sorry, quarterback for sure. I think I'm going to go, so there's a few running backs that I like that are left. I, maybe. It's the first round. It's, I, <laughs> so I'm on the 11 spot. So then the team 12 is going to pick twice. And then I'm back up. So I, what I, I guess what I'm debating, I'll just talk through my thoughts is Devonte Adams is still left. I, he's, I think a, like a bit above the rest of the receivers that are here. There's some great names. Only Michael Thomas has been drafted. I, as far as running backs, like my plan would be to take Devontae and get one of these running backs on the way back. Joe Mixon is the top name left that I'm looking at. I haven't been super high on Miles Sanders, but there's been really good reports coming out of, of how much he should be getting the ball and that sort of thing. So I think what I'm going to do is end up taking Devontae Adams. I'm going to hope that Joe Mixon gets back to me. If not Joe Mixon, I'm going to hope that uh, Miles Sanders gets back to me. And if neither of them uh, get back to me, then I'm going to be pretty sad. There goes Miles Sanders. 12-team picks twice. Oh. Aaron Jones. Oh. Well, the 12-team, yeah, they picked Sanders and Jones. All right, pick up the I'm guy. I'm worried about Jones. Mixon. So I'm going to take Mixon, and that's going to get us to Kyle's pick in a couple spots here. Tyreek Hill goes after Joe Mixon, and uh, it's followed by the second quarterback, Lamar Jackson, at the 204, and that puts Kyle on the clock. All right, I've it's only been three wide receivers to go so far. Back to me in the second round. I'm going to go running back heavy. Okay. And I am going to pick... So there's Kenyon Drake up there, but I'm not a big believer on Kenyon Drake yet. I like him this year. I don't know about long term, but this is a standard league. I'm going to take Austin Eckler. Interesting. Oh, man. He was one of my low guys from last week. And go listen if you haven't. Yeah, I don't listen to you. I don't blame you. (laughs) All right, so we waited the long turn of 14 uh, computers picking or seven computers picking twice before we get back to Kyle. Uh, While he's thinking, some notable names. Uh, Julio Jones, who's kind of my third receiver, went a little bit later. uh, I guess guess following Kyle immediately at the 206. Two tight ends went off uh, the next few picks as well. Travis Kelsey at the 207 and George Kittle at the 210. They're both kind of consistently going around that area. Too pricey for me for a position that you only start one player at. So, unfortunately, I never get to have those guys. But it makes sense. Kenny Drake's gone. A lot of receivers went to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans went back-to-back to open the third round. Clyde uh, Edwards-Alaire's gone as well. I was hoping that Cooper fell to me, but I'm going to go Ooh. with uh, Adam Thielen. Nice. Yeah, um, Cooper went the pick before he's you. Got Unless you're talking about Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Three picks before you. Justin Jefferson being added. Great. I feel like he's going to do amazing. But he's not going to put up Stefan Diggs' numbers, so I don't see Adam Thielen changing much from previous years. He's he's a great pick. He's the clear number one on his team, and you you like to have that decent offense for sure. He's going to do some work, I think. 
So uh, that puts me back on the game. clock. Uh, Fournette and Mark Ingram went between Kyle and I. A number of receivers and a few other running backs went before Kyle uh, picked as well. I have one receiver in Devonta Adams and one running back in Joe Mixon. So let's see what we got here. I'm not like super Jones about Joe Mixon as a, as my number one running back. I was really hoping I would have gotten Josh Jacobs, who went two picks before me in that first round. Looking at the running backs that are left, I I have a few I like. Well, I don't love, but I think uh, looking at the receivers, A.J. Brown is the highest guy on the board left that I'm looking at. Uh, there's another few names uh, that look good behind him, and I think I can wait. I mean, I'm going to end up taking one of each position at this point for sure. So uh, I'm going to take my – man, There's it's just hard to decide on who I think is going to get back to me or not. I'm going to go with... We got two picks between when it's come back to you. And they took two running backs. So I guess, you know, they're going wide receiver. If they're, I if they're on the computer. Now, and then I should take a running back on the way back. Assuming they don't pick one. But yeah, they, they're a computer. So I guess we'll see what happens. But they're not normally a computer. For those of you that don't know. Unless um, you're in a sad league where you're just in with a bunch of computers. <laughs> I, I'm worried I'm going to... The receiver I want is way lower on this list. That we're looking at. Don't, don't be a ra- don't be a ratings whore. I'm gonna get. Don't be a. Ra- I, don't I have be a rankings higher, whore. I have them way higher than than what they have. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. Don't be a rankings whore. Pick on your own. Well, I know. I know this team isn't gonna pick them in the next two picks, so I can get them. I can 100 percent get them on the way back. So I'm gonna take David Johnson. I I'm a little worried about how he you know, is recovering from whatever the fuck he had going on last year. Le'Veon Bell is still on the board, which is a, a decent pick with, you know, how many carries he should get. But if David Johnson is is mostly fine, you know, compared to what he did last year, he, he should be great. That, that offense should do work. He's going to be the main guy. Uh, he can catch the ball in the backfield. They got Duke Johnson as well. But I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, be careful in your drafts. If you see D. Johnson on the Texans really late, make sure it's... It's probably Duke it's that late, and not, maybe you don't want him. So the receiver I can get on the way back then, Metcalf and David Montgomery went on the pick, two picks for Team 12. I really like DJ Moore a lot this year, and he's so low on these rankings on, on Sleeper's mock drafts, which is which is crazy. So I, I'm taking DJ Moore as my second receiver, uh, way ahead of where he would have been. I don't know if he would have gotten back to me. Probably not. And that that's why I wanted to take him. All right, coming up on me right away, I am... Going to go with another wide receiver. I got Zeke Eckler Thielen. A lot of receivers still available. Ooh. Between Kyle and AJ Brown and Calvin Ridley went, and that that's all that's gone. But I'm gonna go ahead and I am I'm gonna stay in the NFC North and take Allen Robinson. Nice. I like him a lot too. I feel like he's a lot lower on these rankings that we're looking at as well. I don't know how he goes under the radar a lot, and okay. I feel like he's a solid guy. He's Put up great numbers before and don't see anything changing with him either. I'm just going to pick all NFC North receivers. If anything change, is changing, it's his quarterback getting better. Either Trubisky somehow gets better or they're going to be like, putting Foles then. And Foles should be an upgrade over Trubisky. All right, so we got a good number, 14 picks before it comes back around to me. I got two running backs, two wide receiver. Again, in my league, we are starting three wide receivers, but I'm still going to take a look at what running backs are left. Since it's harder to find them. You can there are more receivers out there in general that get are on the field in general, so the running backs are are still sparse. Running backs taken since my last pick: Singletary, Bell, Mostert, and Gurley. Gurley end of the fourth. That's 
dropped kind of more yeah. than I expected. Well, that's a that's an interesting one to gauge, man. Two more quarterbacks went, uh, and two more tight ends went between Kyle's uh, previous pick and next one is now uh, as well right now. So Kyler Murray and then Russell Wilson are gone. Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz were also drafted. Some big name receivers too: uh, Juju Smith Schuster, Tyler Lockett, Adrian Green went in the fifth round. Oh man, that's I feel like that's so risky. It could pay off so well, or it could go so poorly. And Robert Woods went right before you, who's another receiver that I have, I personally am valuing much higher than kind of the consensus. The running backs sure. are already running dry. Oh man, you got two. At least you got two good. ones. I know I got two solid ones starting at Zeke in the eighth eighth pick. What well, this is this? Bullshit. I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but I feel like I'm actually. I might go with another wide receiver, seeing how dry the running backs is. I and sure. I need one more starting wide receiver, and I am coming up again in just a couple picks. So I think that's where I'm going to run back. Hope a guy or two drops down to me. If you don't take him, I'm going to take him. Do it. If you don't take the name that I think you're going to take, then I'm going to take the name that I'm going to take. take uh, I'm going to take Keenan Allen. Then he is still there. Nice. <laughs> I'm right. going to take Keenan Allen. So Kyle takes Keenan Allen, uh, Keenan Allen in the fifth round. The computer has two picks before me and took DJ Chark, who was I thought who you wouldn't take DJ Chark, and I was so hoping he would get to me. The five oh nine for DJ Chark, that's way too late. He's gonna oh, be. No. Awesome. I saw I saw Keenan Allen still there after I realized I was scrolled down a little bit. Sure, for sure. <laughs> Always remember to scroll up in your drafts. <laughs> now you never know. Nobody tells you this tip, but it's an important one. If you're at the top and you scroll up, it doesn't hurt anything. Just check. Just double check. Give it a look. Give it a look. You might get Keenan Allen. So there were literally two picks between you and I, and two names I really wanted, which were Jonathan DJ Tark Taylor, and DJ Chark. Oh. So you got two running backs, two wide receivers. What are you looking at? Yeah, I'm rocking Joe Mixon and David Johnson. David Johnson makes me a little nervous. He's just he could be great. He could be maybe last year is more you know indicative of of where he is now. I love my receivers, Devontae and DJ Moore. So I guess that leads me lead, makes me to like lean running back uh, with this pick potentially. But if there's some value at receiver, you know, I, I might take it. At running back, I like uh, Kareem Hunt and DeAndre Swift are both on the board. And I feel like there's a pretty steep drop-off after that. Yes, the, we're pretty dry already in running backs. I feel like this computer yeah. was set to do a running back-heavy draft. The um, system is oh, I feel like you should be. Earlier. Oh, Damian Williams and Darius Geis are both on this list. That makes sense. <laughs> draft up. So this is interesting because like, if, if, if I was looking at the board, the team, team 12 that has two picks before I come back, they already have three running backs. So I wouldn't think that they would draft a running back again. Yeah, or at least – I bet you they, they oh. in the 12th spot, two, three running backs and a wide receiver go wide receiver tight end. If they – I'm calling it. That's or they're going to go quarterback. There are two running backs that I like, so I can Take see if one of, one of them gets back to me. But I feel like Kareem Hunt is guaranteed to be okay to good, where DeAndre Sip should be, but we don't know for sure. As far as the receivers left, there there are a couple guys I like. I think I can take the running back and go for it. Yeah, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. Kyle's League isn't a PPR league. If, if it were a PPR or a half-point PPR, Kareem Hunt gets definitely a boost for sure. Peter takes Marlon Mack back to back. Then takes OBJ, and it's back to Mike. I wonder if they're just taking the top ranked, like literally in order of rankings. That would be kind of lame, but it is what it is. I don't think so because so, I I got Zeke in the eighth pick. That's a great point. <laughs> so that proves really it's not. So uh, the computer picks Mack and OBJ. So now I'm back. I've got two running backs, or sorry, three running backs and two receivers. I'm feeling better about my running back depth. I don't. Love. I mean, I could take DeAndre Swift. I saw a report that says Swift isn't not that he's not looking good, but they're still looking at Carryon Johnson more all of a sudden. And I heard a report that said Carryon Johnson was in a walking boot. I, I saw that yeah, too. I've seen. I, I saw both those reports, but I'm pretty sure from the same place. 
So I don't know what that means. Even though this is a three wide receiver <laughs> draft, I the running back position is just so important because it's so much harder to find, you know, quality talent or people that you can actually play. But that being said, the receivers that are like uh, Marquise Brown could have a breakout year this year. I'm a big fan of Terry McLaurin. I think he's going to end up being my pick, actually. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and grab Terry McLaurin at the I start like, of the sixth like round. McLaurin. McLaurin. So I brought it up my starting receivers. Mc- Marquise Brown went the pick after I did, followed by Ronald Jones, the presumed starter at the start of the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that puts Kyle back on the clock. Kyle's got two running backs, Zeke and Austin Eckler, and then his three receivers that he has are Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, and Keelan Allen. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's great. It's a great trio, and your running backs are, man. I'm not I, the biggest fan of Eckler, but he's he's going to be good. I'm looking at it to get a running back because I know it's going to be even slimmer once it gets back to me, um, being the eighth and having picks. it. I'm going to go – I'm going up between Swift and Akers. That's who I would be looking between as well. I don't know what reports about the Lions training camp to believe. That's the only thing that's making me – DeAndre Question. Swift was supposed to be one of the top, like, recruits initially, and his landing spot is what's hurting his stock. So, like, if you believe in the talent, Cam Akers has a – I mean, I feel like Cam Akers is the one most likely to, like, be the starter in week one or two. You know what he I mean? He is. Who else is there? Uh, they've got uh, Henderson. Hero, yeah, Daryl Henderson. There's another name I'm forgetting. Brown, something Brown, I think. Malcolm. Malcolm Brown, yeah. Malcolm Brown. Um, I'm gonna go with. Ooh, this is a toss up between Swift and Acres. I'm gonna go with Cam Acres. I like it. it I, I don't know if I could have made that. That's so tough. That's, it's a, it's a very tough one between those two. Because if if they both were the starter right away, Swift yeah. is better. Yes. Right. Yes. But, it's, you just get one shot at it this year. This will be so. brought up again in just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. This debate. These two guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point because I thought he would fucking get to me, son of a bitch. Oh, man. So now we have 14 picks between Kyle and Kyle. Going into round seven as we're or finishing off round six, quarterbacks are really starting to go now. Prescott and Watson just taking off. Another tight end with Darren Waller. There goes Debo Samuel. I don't know if these guys have seen the report. There goes Darius Geis. There goes Williams. Da- okay, this the don't use sleeper for your. I think it takes a for little bit to catch drafts, up or something. I guess. Pro tips. Back to me. Aaron Rodgers off. Uh, Gronk off. Gallup. Gallup was still there. Wow. Corland Sutton six. was yeah, just taken at the seven one. Holy crap! That's a that's a late. That's a that was a value right there by team one. But they fucked up taking Debo Samuel the pick before. Yes. Which, Debo Samuel, is he even, like, he's a good receiver. I don't think he's, like, yeah. proven himself yet to be, like, an amazing receiver. And you're putting him on your bench for how many weeks? Like, seven or eight or something? I don't know if I want to do that. I want to win early when I draft my team. And we just talked about the top ten people on championship rosters, and a lot of them were undrafted. Most of them were undrafted or a late pick in Lamar Jackson. I am, oh my god, I'm so tempted to just keep going with the NFC North receivers. I could get Marvin Jones Jr. right now. Oh. It's between him, Landry, and Fuller for me. Those are some all good names. Fuller, Fuller especially, he's another one of those like risky ones who could be, he could be the lead receiver for the Texans and Deshaun Watson, or he could end up being like the specialty deep guy while Brandon Cooks and like Randall Cobb do. Like, I feel like Cooks is going to be the the one. That would be my bet. Cooks will be the one. Marvin Jones Jr. is so tempting because he's a uh, great number two. 
I'm gonna go with. Oh man, I'm gonna go. Hold on. <laughs> Fill a second. It's it's a tough spot, man. Other names that went, uh, I think you covered Rodgers, but Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson went right after Kyle had picked. So there's a total of six quarterbacks gone so far, and Kyle and I have not taken one. Aaron Rodgers at the sixth quarterback is not a good pick. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not even looking at quarterbacks yet. Similarly with tight ends, six have been drafted, and Kyle and I haven't really given it a thought. Those onesie positions, I just I just like to wait till later. I, you can get you know good value later on. You can play the matchups much like a defense or whatever. It's it's a much better way to go. All right, I have uh, decided. All right, what's your pick? I am going to go with not Will Fuller. I'm going to go Jarvis Landry. That's a good pick. He was statistically, I believe, the lead receiver. Yes, of the Browns last year. Team should only get better uh, mm-hmm. with more continuity, more time. And, uh, and they're looking to line. throw more. They're looking to throw more, mm-hmm. which is great. We talked about Baker perfecting that whatever the hell step. Yeah, drop back. And he's he's looking, not rolling out as much. He's looking to stay in the pocket. There goes Evan Ingram. Tyler Boyd was the other one I was considering. Okay, okay. AJ, that relies a lot on AJ Green, which is unsure of yet, which is why I did not pick him. If they would have set AJ Green out week one, I would have gone with Boyd, even if it was just one week. Uh, that would have swayed me enough because Boyd is, I don't know that Burrow and Green will really, uh, all the rookie receivers, they find one, or rookie quarterbacks find like one receiver that they're really linked up with. And I feel like Boyd might be that guy yeah. with Burrow. Well, if AJ Green and T Higgins are, you know, dealing with stuff in training camp right now, this is Joe Burrow's first time like experiencing any of these people. Yeah. And the person he's experiencing the most is Tyler Boyd right now. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe I feel that like changes too. That might help them a lot. So there's some good names. Uh, or there's some names I'm looking at. I, I currently have three running backs and three receivers. Hey, I'm same. Not interested in oh, a no, tight end. four receivers. I already took one pick. That's true. Oh, is that what I should do? I, I'm not thinking about a quarterback or a tight end right now. There's not a bunch of great names on the running back list. Sony Michelle on the pup for the Patriots. Who I, You never like any of their running backs anyways. I think the first name on the running back list that catches my eye is Matt Breida of the Dolphins. I think he's the last, like, starting running back left. Who Breda, might even Breda, be I think, Breda, I think, is going a little under the radar. I feel like he's not getting treated fairly. Yeah. Maybe just because he's on the Dolphins and also with Howard. They don't really know what – nobody really knows what's going on. But also, I feel like Breida it's – it's not a PPR, which makes Breida less, in this draft at least, less desirable. That's a good point. But in a, in a PPR, Breda's stock goes up quite a bit, I feel like. He hasn't really been utilized with the Niners. I feel like he they haven't shown what Breda can do. He's fast. I feel like I my assumption was Jordan Howard to be the starting running back, but I, I feel like... Jordan I, Howard's going to be the workhorse. I feel like I read something that, that had suggested that Breda was going to, you know, kind of was kind of starting to take that away and I can't find it at, you know, I'll have to see if I can find it later. But it's going to be the same as all the teams are doing now. They got their pass down back. They got their workhorse back. So when I'm not super high on either the running backs that are left, I'm, I'm back to looking at the receivers. Uh, Will Fuller is still here who made it to me, which is really great. Marvin Jones, who's somebody I have uh, pretty high is also still around. Yeah. So uh, I feel like he's just so underrated all the time and it's, it's just not fair to Marvin. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm leaning Marvin. Uh, Edelman, Michael Hardman are still on the list. I'm not – I don't think Michael Hardman's going to be – I think he's being overvalued. Right I'm now. curious to see how Edelman does this year 
with a mobile quarterback. Did you know Edelman had the most yards of his career last year? Was that is that is that a fact that I'll I just look said? it up while you finish your pick. Oh my gosh, I hope we don't have to make corrections. I'm well, we're doing it live. We're doing it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. No corrections on next week's episode. I'm going to take Marvin Jones. I, I think he's being uh, yeah. He did by eleven. <laughs> Edelman had the most yards of his career last year, which was eleven more yards than whatever. But I have a feeling he, Edelman being like not a dump off guy, but a quick hit and he runs with it. He's a slot receiver. He's not used to a quarterback who's going to roll out. Tom Brady doesn't roll out. Tom Brady sits in the pocket. <laughs> he gets protected. He's got all day to sit back there and find someone open. Edelman gets himself open. I don't know how it's going to be with Edelman. He's going to have Cam rolling out. Adam Edelman's going to have to like kind of read what Newton's doing and Try not just extend the play. He's not, yeah, he's not going to know. Like With Brady and no, you know you get yourself open, Brady will find you. Where if Cam rolls out to the opposite side of the field, then you're on, uh-oh. You got to figure something else out right there. That's right. So I, I, that's why I'm not. I don't trust Edelman too much this year. He finishes the number 13 last year, which is great. That's crazy. But I don't see him finishing that high this year with a new quarterback with a completely different play um, style. Right. All right. And so you went with. So I ended up taking the receiver of the equation of Marvin Jones. The team 12 uh, between you know my ex pet took Sonny Michelle and Will Fuller. Thanks for wasting a pick on Sonny Michelle. I it's hard to decide between Howard and Breda at running back, but I feel like I need to take one of them because the rest of the running backs are like at least with Howard or Breda, and I'm I'm leaning Howard as the Belk. I agree. With I it not with it not being a PPR, I would lead Howard. Too. Really if it was a PPR, too. I'd put Breda above. But the rest of these names on this running back list are just like you're not I mean, maybe carry on Johnson who's in a walking boot, but maybe he's got a forty percent, fifty percent target or like carry share. I don't know. But then this is an opportunity with not much left in running back where if you wanna dominate one position and you wanna get solid wide receivers who are left, you got trade bait later. I could I could like look at the receiving pool, you could, Julian you could, Edelman. Yeah. I mean you bring up being a PPR league, that that's where Julian Edelman is more valuable as well. James White was the other name that I was considering on the list, but because it gets at least he's involved, but if it's not PPR, you can't devalue him too much. But and the rest of the receivers that are that I'm looking at, I, like I just talked about how I'm not a biggest fan of Michael Hardman. Sanders, I think, is a lower. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to take Jordan Howard and just see what gets back to me. I, I'm reaching a little bit on Jordan Howard according to the you know the rankings by the platform Sleeper that we're using. But when I'm the 11th pick and I have now 20 total picks to go you know, back to where I am. If there's a guy that I value a little lower, I, I need to grab him before he's gone. All right. I am up. I got three running backs, four wide receivers, tight end. Uh, best available they have in their rankings, Jared Cook. But I still see Austin Hoover below him. Even further down, Hayden Hurst uh, still available. So I'm going to hope Hurst drops to me in the ninth. Yeah, this is the eighth round. This is the eighth round. I'm going to hope Hurst can drop to me in the ninth because I feel like that would be a quite a steal. For also, sure. Blake Jarwin still available. You can even later, uh, I bet. Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron even for Pittsburgh, something to consider. So looking at running backs, it really is. It's it's dry you as balls. Get <laughs> if you value him. Hunter Henry and Michael Hardwin went between uh, Kyle and I just now. There's not a lot left. This is this is kind of why I you think like I, to, I'm going to I'm going to take Brita. I think it's a good pick. Me and, you, me and you, one of us will come out on top <laughs> between that two. But I mean, I was with I, the first time or when it, last time it was on me. I was looking at that a little bit too. I feel like Brita Howard are interchangeable. Really, it's we'll see how it goes. But 
like between these picks, neither of us was the clear winner on one of these. It's yeah, it's a toss up. What's going to happen? So fourteen picks went uh, between Kyle and Kyle. First defense off the board. Yeah, the San Francisco 49ers went with the uh, third pick in the ninth round. <laughs> Only tight end to go between this is Cook. Allen, Ryan, and Breeze for quarterbacks all taken off. I'm just going to stick with my tight end right away, and I'm going to take Hayden Hurst. Nice. Over Cooper, because I already got Landry. I, I'm not a kind of guy who likes to pair teams. Yeah. I, 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 sure. I like, unless they're two absolutely solid guys, I like to split up my teams. I also don't do the handcuffing, especially with I don't have a quarterback yet, but I don't like to pair a quarterback with like a top receiver. If the quarterback has a bad game, you're double screwed. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I avoid that. There are, I feel like there are a couple stacks that are okay if you land them, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough show if you get like you don't want to grab like the like the well I guess Devontae Adams is good, but Rodgers is not gonna have great games every week. So no, back to back quarterbacks oh, yeah. taken Wentz and Daniel Jones. You looking at tight end two? At least one of these two picks coming up. So I'm I'm even split. I have four running backs, four receivers. I'm at the eleventh pick of the ninth round. Uh, if we take a peek at quarterbacks and tight ends, Tom Brady, Stafford, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger, top names on the quarterback list. Yeah, Matt that's Stafford why we haven't seen a quarterback sure yet. Like this, they're dropping. They they fall, and you can play them on the matchups a lot too. Tight ends. There aren't names I love. Austin Hooper is the top-ranked guy. Jarwin Siller, um, Gesicki. Looking later Jack on the Doyle, list. John o. Smith. Ian Thomas is way down there. John o. Smith, he could, could really drop and you could get him yeah. as a steal later. I don't, I'm not, I, maybe I wouldn't take I Ian feel like Thomas that's happening for a lot of... That'll happen in a lot of drafts. John o. Smith is going to drop and I feel like he's a good value that you can get late. Otherwise, a receiver... Uh, some new rookies are starting to show up on the list. Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, also on the list. At running back, you're starting to look at backups. James White is still available, which could be a little bit enticing. Chase Edmonds, I think, could actually play a little bit of a role in Arizona, so that could be kind of interesting as well. This is... I'm not going to take a quarterback yet, but I might on the way back because I, I really do like Stafford. I think he was... I mean, we talked about him before. He's the number two quarterback before he got hurt last year. And to get, let, let's say he repeats that, you're getting the number two quarterback in the ninth round. That was, he would, it's not going to be as good as Lamar Jackson. That's not a fair comparison. But that could be some good value there. I think looking at who's left, I'm going to lean receiver again, just harder to find. I, I guess I'm taking a chance on one of the, I think I'm going to take a chance on one of the rookies. I already have four receivers, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin and Marvin Jones. So I feel, I feel pretty good there. I think what I'm going to do is go ahead and take C.D. L- Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is who I'm going to take. C.D. Ruggs. <laughs> C.D.E.F.G.H. for Henry Ruggs third Rookie receiver. First receiver drafted in the NFL rookie draft for the Las Vegas Raiders. He should be involved. He's been moved around the field in camp and such. Tom Brady's uh, nice. <laughs> there goes Alexander Madison. Brady. Tom Brady taken. Back to you again. I am going to take the quarterback now. I'm going to take Matt Stafford, who is the top ranked left, and I think he's a mile and a half above the rest of the names. I think the only other uh, quarterback that could come close to what Stafford can do is Ben Roethlisberger, and it's just a huge question mark for Ben Roethlisberger. Keyshawn Vaughn and Christian Kirk just taking. I'm looking at quarterback to see if I can wait a little more. And, oh, my God. I I want to take Mayfield. I've got the Landry pick, and I don't like doing that. 
Roethlisberger coming off the big injury. Kirk Cousins, I even got him paired up. For the record, if Brady had gone on the turn, or sorry, if Stafford had gone on the turn before back to me, I wouldn't have been drafting a a quarterback at all. I would have, I like, I would have waited longer, which is what you're debating now. Yes, and I'm. There's Goff available. I mean, you could have like maybe Minshew, Cam Newton's Carr, up being great. There's been good reviews. Bridgewater is a good, just you know, solid guy. No, I don't like Phil Rivers. <laughs> Personally, no, Phil Rivers is off my list. <laughs> he likes Creed. That son of a bitch. I'm gonna do. One last solid wide receiver pick before I finish off and get my necessaries because he's still on there and I've got high hopes for him, Jerry Judy. I thought about it. I thought about it. If I'd gone further down the alphabet with my last pick, I would have gotten to him. I like Jerry that. Judy's second receiver, presumably? He's, he's going to be the, yes. I mean, I've gone over some of the stats before where Corlin Sutton was miles above everybody else as far as receiving yards and every other stat basically definitely needed help and drew lock is set up for success look at that no quarterbacks being taken do defenses. defenses mike williams taken th- in the 11th round that's a pretty good that's pretty good oh, he fell back there <laughs> come on get back to me with the qb tony pollard Kyle, back baker mayfield i was considering if i didn't have if i didn't have lander i probably would have taken mayfield last sure. round for sure I think he's going to have a good year. There goes Sammy. He's late enough that it can be worth it. Or you can you don't feel bad dumping him if he sucks the first two weeks. All right. I know you're not taking a second quarterback right away. Won't I? No. And between this pick and my next pick, the next two teams both have two quarterbacks. Yeah. You have one, and that last guy's got one in Tom Brady. I know you're not going to pick another quarterback right away, so I don't feel like I need to pick. I can wait one more for it to get back to me. Um, eight total picks between. But the teams all have... Two of them have two quarterbacks. Two of them have one quarterback. That's a good tip to know in general. You know, know who the other players are in your league. We talked about a you know person or a number of people who draft Packers way too early. Kyle knows I'm not going to draft another quarterback on my next pick. So that gives him a little more confidence to maybe let one fall to him potentially. I'm looking at running backs. Some ones I'm looking at, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Ooh, right. Gibson. And Chase Edmonds. Either of those split running backs could be the starter between the <laughs> the Washington football team. Yeah, and so those are the three I'm mainly looking at. I am going to go... Oh, man, this one's hard. Chase Edmonds, Antonio Gibson, Adrian Peterson. I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. Hope it pays off in the later later in the season because I'm... I've got Zeke and Eckler as my obvious starter. DeAndre Swift as well. I'm sure he'll pick up pretty quickly in the season. But I've also got plenty of wide receivers. I've got Thielen, Robinson, Allen, Landry, Judy. I've got trade. I've got trade bait. I can get a if I need to. I can upgrade my running back a little bit. Yeah, Mike. You know when you're looking at those two guys specifically, Antonio Gibson and Adrian Peterson. I feel like the tiebreaker is like, like you said, you you have some pretty. Adrian Peterson's got to be tired at this point. If you if you had drafted like a bunch of receivers earlier and like Adrian Peterson, like you might actually need a nice, and you might actually need to start Adrian Peterson when you play week one or two. Mm-hmm. Like if you hadn't drafted while running back and loaded up on receiver, yeah, maybe you take exactly. Peterson. But you're taking the shot on Gibson, and I'm I'm thinking later on, not early. Early on, yeah, Peterson's going to get the load of it, but I feel like Antonio Gibson has a good shot at. Being that guy eventually. And you don't need, you know, you've got Zeke and Austin Eckler who are clearly your starters in week one. So, so that's exciting. So that uh, brings me to the 11th pick of the 11th round. How many rounds are we doing? 15? We're doing 15. And I think if we take a break when we hit your next pick. 
Or should we take a break now? I'm good with whatever. Let's let's get to your next pick, whether it's the 14 people. Where I take my quarterback? And then we'll... we'll yeah, perfect. <laughs> so there's some receivers on this list that I like that I'm looking at with the 11-11. Uh, Sterling Shepard, if you want to take your shot on a Giants receiver. I think Deshaun Jackson is like a clear starter in week one for the Eagles, which should be a decent offense. I also like Anthony Miller. That's uh, a little bit later as well. For running backs, Peterson's still there. I feel really good at running back for myself. I feel okay. Joe Mixon, David Johnson, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I feel good. So I, I could take the chance on Adrian Peterson, I guess, if I'm thinking I need somebody. But I'm probably not going to. Why not? We can just keep going. <laughs> One, two on the running backs. LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> Play off each other. A.J. Dillon. At tight end, who I don't. <laughs> He's got thick thighs. Tight end, I don't have one drafted yet. I'm going to keep waiting. No names jump out to me. O.J. Howard, Dallas Goddard, and then Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin would be the, you know, or Gusecki would be one of the guys I'd grab, but I could even wait a little longer. How is O.J. Howard Smith. in this ranking above that's, Blake that's Jarwin? Crazy. Get out of here. It's, that's this nuts. Sleeper. I do have two picks, I guess, to think about as well, but I, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with some receivers here. I'm going to go ahead and grab uh, Deshaun Jackson first. I'm going to have two picks happen before I get to pick Could've again. Could their quarterback computer taking the Bears defense and Golden Tate. Golden Tate was in my consideration there as well. Over Sterling Shepard, though? I I feel like he's... I, I guess, I mean, I feel like Golden Tate is the higher floor, lower ceiling. You know, like he should be a little more consistent. Darius Slayton was the first Giants receiver to go. That, that's who I would have Actually, he went after Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram place. went first. That, that, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm still going to wait on tight end. I'm just going to wait on tight end forever and a half. Uh, I guess I guess at this point, I have if we're doing 15 rounds, I have a kicker and a defense. So I really have two picks left and then a kicker and a defense. And one of those picks needs to be a tight end. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my last skill position, receiver or running back, to kind of see what happens. I've got four running backs and five, six receivers. I think I think what I'll do is take – oh, I don't know if we have to draft kickers or de- defenses. Let's assume we do. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it that way. And if that's the case, I'm going to take Chase Edmonds and see how he does in the beginning of the season, if he actually has a little bit of a role. Uh, and there goes Sterling Shepard. Ram- I'm going to go ahead and take Goff. Nice quarterback pick. And pick Jared Goff in the 12th. All right, and we're going to get back to you after a short message from us. I don't know about you guys, but I've been counting down the days until the football season starts, and really for fantasy football. You're the kind of guy, you're in way too many leagues because you can't get enough of it. I restrict myself to my dynasty and my redraft league, but I'm always still on the sites during work usually, tinkering with my teams, and that's where Thrive Fantasy comes in. Yeah, and we're really excited to announce that we've partnered with Thrive Fantasy for the upcoming NFL season. Indeed we did. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes. That means no deep dives, no sleepers, no hours of research, just betting on the stars that you love to watch play. Absolutely, and you're going to be choosing 10 player prop options from a list of 20 in order to build your lineup. These are all going to be guys like the Barkleys, the Jones, the Mahomeses. You think Mahomes will have over 297.5 pass yards, you take the over, it's as simple as that. Yeah, so each prop is going to have a fantasy point total that is associated with an over or under based on the likelihood for that prop bet to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. As you rack up points in your group, if you end up being in the uh, upper echelon, you're going to win a share of that prize pool, which means money! You used the word echelon? Yeah, I did. That's good. That's <laughs> a smart you. word. <laughs> All right. They did, they had the... I thought you were putting me on the spot. No, man. <laughs> and they do more than just football, too. They cover NBA, MLB, PJ, and they even some esports. 
We played on some of the NBA games the other night and really ended up getting into the games and rooting for our guys. I didn't hit big, but I got my money back, so I'm going to be going back in and trying to win some more. So we really just sit around and watch football together every Sunday, just drinking beers. And there's no doubt that we're going to be playing some Thrive Fantasy against each other to try to borrow a few bucks from the other guy. So use promo code FANTASYBREWS, all one word, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So go and download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store, the Google Play Store, or by visiting their site at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and don't forget to use promo code FANTASYBREWS. Now back to us in the basement. All right, finishing off the last three rounds, it's going to be real quick. If I didn't have a solid, solid wide receiver starters, I'd know who I'd pick. Mm. But I only have one tight end. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stay safe, get a backup tight end. I'm going to take Jonu Smith. Nice. So that you can have Blake Jarwin. I would have wanted Jonu Smith, I feel like. I know. That's why I took him. (laughs) I knew you would have there goes my Jonu Smith. I, you got, I assume you're taking your tight end here because all we got left is kicker and defense. Oh, man. Oh, Jarwin goes right <laughs> before you, though. Me. I mean, you got Hawkinson. Yeah, there's still Doyle, some good names. Ebron. Uh, Hawkinson, Hawkinson might be worth the wait. I mean, Doyle. Doyle. Worth the wait? Good. The only picks are kicker like, and defense. No, no, no. Just, no, um, just I mean, make like, your pick. Is, We're well, finishing up. Is Hawkinson expected to miss any time? No. He's just his ankle. Say, is, he's so. a little bitch a little bit. And if that's the case, then I, I would prefer him... I feel like he would have gone a lot higher, so that could be a really good value for me. So now we're on the last two picks. I'm going to go ahead and take a defense first. I don't really care that much, I guess. Uh, the Chiefs are the highest rated defense that are left, so that could be a kind of good pick. They have a, they play the Texans week one, which I guess could be okay. I'm kind of thinking about that, that first schedule, and then I'll, I'll kind of take it from there. The Broncos play the uh, – oh, that's not right. The Broncos play the Titans week one, so that's kind of... How do you not know your pick already? We just took a 20-minute break. And the Vikings play the Packers. Ooh, okay. So I think what I'm going to do, actually, is take the Packers defense uh, against the Vikings. I think I'd rather have that side of the equation. And again, those defenses, I'm just... I'm looking at the first week, first couple weeks, and that's it. All right, you can just hand me Matt Gay. (laughs) <laughs> You're going to the kicker first. Um, well, that's in Preston Williams. Well, Preston Williams is a nice pick there. You give me Matt Gay and then run through, make sure the defenses are... So the defenses that went before you are just the Broncos and the Chiefs, so that leaves you with uh, a few to kind of consider. Vikings, Bucks, Colts, uh, give Saints. Me, just give me the Vikings defense. For sure. And then we'll go ahead and... play the Bears twice out. a year. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and the Lions, too. I'm going to grab uh, a random kicker. Uh, I'll take. I'm going to take Crosby because I'm a Packer fan. So fuck uh, all the rest of you that judge me on that. Uh, all right. So we finished our mock draft. Uh, you want to give us the rundown of your team? Yeah, I got uh, my starting quarterback being Jared Goff. Running backs with Zeke, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Matt Breda, Antonio Gibson. I've got my two solid starters and three that could um, pay off. But at least I got my two solid wide receivers. I'm set. Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Jarvis, Landry, Jerry, Judy. I got no problems there. Hayden Hurst and Jonu Smith as uh, tight ends. Jonu Smith basically being a wide receiver there in Tennessee with not much else to throw to. Uh, They got A.J. Brown and then Corey Davis. (laughs) Then Matt Gay is my kicker in the Vikings D. Happy with this team. Uh, I've got Matt Stafford at quarterback picked up in the 10th round, which was nice. Uh, running backs are Joe Mixon, David Johnson, Kareem Hunt, Jordan Howard, and Chase Edmonds to round out my running back core. My receivers are Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, 
Terry McLaurin, Marvin Jones Jr., Henry Ruggs to see what we got, and Deshaun Deck, Jackson, who should start right away, as I guess always for the Eagles. And then tight end, I've got TJ Hawkinson, my Packers uh, defense, and my Packers kicker and Crosby round out my team. So good, good feels. We'll have to see what people uh, like. Computers drafted strangely. Yeah, is there a team that catches your eye at all? Is it the one idiot team? <laughs> this third team. This uh, team three, third pick. Third pick, first of all, they take Michael Thomas. Not uh, Zeke. No. They should have taken Zeke. Yeah, I got Zeke somehow. <laughs> the eighth pick. But then in the sixth round, they take Darius Geis. So they obviously don't know the news. Compared. And that was their first running back. And then seventh round, their top two running backs taken were Darius Geis and Damian Williams. Their only other running back on the team is James White. So I don't think they're going to have a great season. Wow. Oh, they did get Adrian Peterson. In the last oh, okay. Round. They got All Adrian. Right. That's good. That's their best running back. They just got a, that is their best running back. I mean, probably. At least in the early starts. Of the season. We'll post this on Twitter. Go take a look and see how weird these sleeper bots drafted. Vote for your favorite team. Vote for whose team you like better between Kyle and I. What would you have done differently? Tell us. We might. Oh, smarter, smarter computers. That would be great. <laughs> but hey, we benefited off it in a draft that the season will never actually happen for. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, good mock draft. I'm feeling prepped. For, hey, a lot of people in my league are like bots. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Sean just, Google, Sean really just Googles who we should pick. <laughs> I'm just going to put a lot of fake things out on Google. And so he's just like, wow, this person just got shot. Uh-oh, better not draft them. Whoa, whoa, this guy's going to be... But nobody really took great. nobody took Ayuk. That was the wide receiver wow, I yeah. would have taken if I had not solid. Ayuk, honestly, if I didn't have these solid receivers, I would have taken him. For sure. Uh, one of the last rounds. And, you know, for the purposes of the mock draft, we do it a little differently. But if you don't have to take a kicker in your league, grabbing an Ayuk or a Peterson or something is a really smart idea. And just figure out kicker later. There's our mock draft. All right. Twitter questions? That was a bird. A robot bird. Oh, yeah, I might do it. No, that was a robot. It was a robot bird. Robot bird. Nice. I'm almost done with the new um, the Hunger Games prequel. Oh, Because there's nice, a lot. Of, there's nice. like Jabber Jays. They're like... The government like puts out birds that record the rebels and get back and report what they heard. Are they robot birds? Well, yeah. They start out as robot birds, and then they mated with the real birds. Wait a minute. Yeah. So in the in the hunger the original Hunger Games books, they have the mockingjay who you you do a and it'll go. Those started as like government robot birds mating with real birds. Doesn't that mean that the government would have had to build those robotic birds with both genitalia and, like, bird semen? I'm probably missing something, but in my head, it's just robots impregnating birds. There's our correction. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look back at it. I'm always done with the book. But they they play a big part. I I think... I'll have to look at it. I think they're genetically mutated. That's what they are. They're genetically mutated. There's this one guy who like messes with animals and like snakes and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> and that's what they're genetically mutated but they can record and they've got like they have a remote. There's a remote where you hit record so they're robot birds. That's fucking hilarious. It's weird. Twitter questions. Yes. This one we vultured from Cramster Love on Twitter. His question in a non-tight end rostered league but with two flex positions how early would you take Kittle or Kelsey in a half PPR? So you can't start. There is no tight end spot at all. No, there's just two flex positions that can obviously hold the tight end. That's that's a great question. I uh, put I put honestly in a in a P, in a PPR 
half PPR by the end of round two. They For are like those two guys. You're saying so those two guys, and if I got one of them in round two, that probably the only tight end I would draft. Is this sorry? Is this a specific? Is this given as like a PPR or half? Or half PPR. Okay. Well, I, I do remember that now that you mentioned that. Yeah, I said it like three times. That's uh, <laughs> all the Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I also gave you this question ahead of time. No, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe. No, um, I mean those top two guys. Yeah, I mean they. If you if you slot them into where they would have well, say say they're not tight ends but they are wide receivers like on on whatever fantasy service you're using let's say they're classified as wide receivers they're sitting in at really high rankings the uh, you know 12 spot overall would go to Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. and that's followed by George Kittle going not much further behind I guess he's a wide receiver too with this question honestly at the very beginning of the draft the no tight end slot does not affect does not change like right. in this mock one I drafted Hurst in the ninth. Right. It if anything you do it, it, it doesn't change. It it changes later on, yeah. But in the first two rounds I don't see much changing at all. I, those right. two tight ends have, could easily like should be going in the second round. Last year Kelsey was eighth in the league in receptions with ninety seven. Kittle was seventeenth. Actually Waller and Ertz had more receptions wow. than Kittle. But Kittle just had he had the most yards after carry. That's what he's mostly well, he's good for a lot of stuff, but that's what he was also doing. But if yeah, the only other considerations for me, really, if there's not a required starting tight end, would be Andrews, Ertz, and Waller. If I didn't get one of those five, I'd probably skip tight ends altogether. And honestly, you could probably get Waller in the very end, and I feel like that he'd be he gets looked at all the time. Yeah, I feel he like that's so many the, looks. The approach I take is like if if they're because we, we joke about like Kittle being the number one receiver on the yes. 49ers. Yeah, the reason is he gets the most targets. He more than any receiver. On the 49ers. So what I would start doing is just trying to look at like how many targets do these tight ends get on, just on their team? Are they, are they the first receiving option or the second receiving option? Kelsey probably is the first, like he gets more targets than I would imagine than Tyreek, right? Like him being a deeper guy. I, I, maybe that's a correction we make, but you look at where they fit in on like the team as far as how many receptions they get, how many targets, you know, they're getting, how often they're being looked at. And yeah, it's, I agree. It's not really going to affect much. Outside of those top two guys, almost kind of stay where they are, anyways. If, Maybe goes slightly. Yeah. If you can get one of them in the second, in the late second, great. If somehow they drop to the third, even better. But after that, wait a couple rounds. Honestly, I feel like Waller especially will drop down in, in, in like this kind of draft with the tight end. You know, like mm-hmm. if, if the draft goes, you don't that you way. don't need a tight end, right? Next question. This one we've altered from Zachary underscore MJ. He said at the 12th pick in his upcoming draft, he's set on getting running backs. In mocks, he's had to make a decision between two of these five running backs. Mixon, Drake, Chubb, Jacobs, Sanders. He loves all five, but he can't really decide on who he wants to take. And he would like us to rank them. Mixon, Drake, Chubb, Jacobs, and Sanders. And he'd like... I am with you on the Mixon as number one. Then I go Mixon, Jacobs, Sanders, Chubb, Drake. Well, say that again. Mixon, Jacobs, Sanders, Chubb, Drake. Okay, okay. I don't. I didn't rank all. You went Drake all. second. No. Uh, oh, or were you just saying that? I was going to say who, which two I picked. You were just repeating I, them. Yeah, no, I was, I was repeating what you were saying. I thought you were ranking I them. I was like, no, what no, is no. this ranking? Okay, well, I'll rank, rank them on the spot for sure. But well, that's the question. It was like which Did two you, you want? You do not prep well for this. <laughs> it was it which literally two do you says want? no. It says. I love all five, but I can really, I can't really decide on who I want to take. Please rank them. 
Okay, sure. Well, it literally I guess... says, please rank these five ready backs. <laughs> you can make that argument. I can make that. We look I, I up will the exact rank them. tweet. But my, my mind went to like, he's got two picks, none of them are coming back, so which two is he going to take? Mixon Jacobs. Jacobs is my one. I, I think Josh Jacobs could be great this year. See, I think he's going to take that. I think they're not going to put as heavy a load on Burrow, and Mixon's going to stay loaded. That's why I put Mixon above Jacobs. It's and definitely close between sure. those two. Mixon and Jacobs, I definitely have close. But I have Mixon just one above Jacob, literally in all my one above. Nice, yeah. And, and Mixon, he had a really strong finish of the year last year. Chubb, I'm going to throw out. I, I like Chubb. Yeah, these are all great running backs. For me, it's between – I've been rising on Sanders, hearing more reports coming out of like the workload he should get. I, I still worry a little bit. I think it's just more my own personal opinion. So I'm between Drake and Mixon, and I'm going to go with Drake. I I think he did a great job last year when he got into and and partially acclimated to the Cardinals system. He's now got a a full training camp with the coach and the quarterback. I don't think Drake has proved himself yet. He didn't have a huge workload when he was on the Dolphins still. And, I mean, the late burst, I feel like, was pent-up energy. So I'm, I'm not I'm not a believer yet in Drake. It, it definitely is like a yeah. That's why I got him. Got I got him last out of those five. It. I think. So I, what's your order? So my order, yeah, I would go Josh Jacobs, Kenny Drake, then followed closely by Mixon. Yeah, Mixon below Drake. Well, yeah. If I took Drake over Mixon, then that would I don't know. You're all over the place. You're not ranking them. You're just saying them I mean, and going through the two, them. Those were the two I would take on the turn. Jacobs and Drake are the two I would take in this person's position. You really as took, far as ranking them, I'm going to go. I didn't take any. I took those two. What are you talking about? You mean like the, in draft the draft we just did. did. Kenyon Drake was available and you took Joe Mixon. So eat my ass. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> fuck you, Mike. No, fuck you. <laughs> in the oh, draft man. we just did, you took Mixon at the 2-2. Drake went at the 2-8. Joe Mixon was my first running back, wasn't he? Yes. I wanted to. <laughs> just <laughs> going against you exactly what you just wow, said. Wow, he went really late. That was a good pick. <laughs> you could have had him. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we'll go off of my draft then. Uh, Josh Jacobs is still first. To me, that's the clear number one. Joe Mixon. Oh, I, when I was talking about them, they were close anyways. But we'll go Joe Mixon, two, Drake, three. And then I've been rising on Miles Sanders. I think I'll put him at four with Nick Chubb at five. Nick Chubb's going to have a good swing back. He had so many carries like right on the goal line where he didn't get a touchdown. It was nuts. And I think it was more indicative of just chance, you know, than if I, you look at the numbers. I also believe that a full season of Hunt is going to change things. And especially since the there's things being shown that the Browns are planning on passing more. Right. They can they can actually plan a whole scheme around having all these guys available for a full season now. And, and I feel Hooper like that's going to that, that's going to change a ton. Now you can actually they, last year they planned for Chubb. They planned around Chubb. Now they can plan around Chubb and Hunt. Right. I, I, all these people saying that's not going to affect them. It's not going to slow them down. It's going to. It's got to. They've had all this time to prep and actually put together this kind At of offense. At least a little bit. It's got to. So that's why I got Chubb down, but I still got Drake as my last because I don't. We, we we agree. I think we we both agree on Jacob's mix and I guess, well, Mike kind of does. But he doesn't. <laughs> he drafted as if he would, but he... <laughs> Negated. I was thinking about Drake. I mean, if I like, I was not thinking about Austin Eckler. I was not. So I was looking at Drake and Mixon there, anyways. And that that disparity on Drake makes sense because under under pressure he took Mixon. So I think we're going to go together and we're going to settle on Jacobs Mixon. You go with that turnaround. Actually, pick. Oh my god. I drafted Devontae Adams. This is my number one running back, and I I agree with you that Drake is more risky. He he could end up being. Not like he might not hold that efficiency that he had in the back half of last year throughout the entire season. So when I'm 
I, I think what I'm was thinking was that as a number one running back, Joe Mixon is he's got the higher floor. He should be he should be safer when compared to, to Drake. If Drake does as well as he did at the end of last year, he could be great and that offense should be awesome. But you got you got to take your shot, I guess. On, on when you got Kyler Murray really. going into his second year, he's going to be more experienced, and adding Hopkins. I yeah. feel like it's that not going to be a really huge sway, but it's going to be they've got more stuff they can pass, and my, Murray just keeps getting better. Hopefully, I feel like Kenyon Drake has just been. I, I feel like he's he had a lot of bad gaze for a while, and it, it affects the man. There you go. There's your answers. The last part. We're on to bruised clues. got the lead on the season three to one last week you got mine right i did not get yours you crushed me with that first but first you, clue guess with james i started last week so you start you start this week perfect all right i'm gonna give you the position right away <laughs> it's a tight end you're a tight end this tight end has been in the year uh in the league for seven years and they've played for four separate teams in those seven years, they have finished in the top 12, like a TE1, three of the seven years. Uh, and then, including most recently, last year, they were the tight end six. And the year before, 2018, they were the tight end five. So All right, tight end, been in the league seven years for how many different teams? Four different teams. Four different teams. Top 12, three of the seven years in standard leagues, I should add. Uh, and in the last couple of years, they've been pretty good. Uh, six last year, five the year before. Six last year, five the year before. That's what I'm going off of. What are you looking at? A list of like. I just got the teams up, yeah. Because yeah, I should have that right away, huh? Just to make sure I can. Don't forget any. Ooh, the Muncie. Did he play for the Muncie Flyers or the Columbus Panhandles? Because I, I might. These might have been some old teams in this <laughs> list. <laughs> what about the Akron Pros? <laughs> I hear they're pretty good. You caught me, they I'm going to say... I assume. I, I shouldn't. I'm trying to think of number six last year. Good the last two years. Six last year, five the year before. Okay. Standard. I'm going to go with Hooper. It is not Hooper. It's a good guess. I feel like it's a really good guess. I don't know where he finished at last year. I don't know if he was... No, fuck. I forgot about the whole so... switching teams thing. Fuck. I keep forgetting ah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I always forget one aspect of the clue. <laughs> it's it's hard. So you played for I, four I teams sure... in seven years? Yeah, I'll repeat it one more time. I'll go move on to clue two. So, seven years in the league, tight end that's played for four different teams, top 12 finishes in three of the seven years, including six last year and five the year before. For the record, their finishes from 2019 going back, 6, 5, 15, 36, where they only played 10 games, and then 34, 16, 12. Last year, this player missed a few games, a couple games. The QB also missed a couple games, or, or more games, I guess, than the tight end. And they didn't miss games at the same time. They were reunited later on in the season. So from week 10 on, where this tight end was paired with this quarterback, he was the tight end one. The best tight end from week 10 on last year. And then again, he missed a couple games. Their quarterback missed a few more games, but not at the same time, which is why I'm starting week 10 going on. There's so much to think about in this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, so the quarterback missed time last year. Their quarterback missed time last year. They also missed time last year. didn't say due to injury. I didn't. It was duty injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they, the tight end and the quarterback missed time last year. They didn't miss game. They missed games at different times, which is why I, I gave you the week 10 and on. He was the best tight end points per game. I'm looking at all these freaking 
there's no way it's oh, fuck. This is rough. How am I? <laughs> I was. I'm happy you're struggling because I was worried that like going with the tight end was like there's just less options, right? If it's a receiver, there's so many more options, or even a running back. Vance McDonald is not Vance McDonald. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Third clue is obviously as always the division. And I, I'm not doing this on purpose. I've done the same division what yet again. The NFC South. So it's the, uh, oh my gosh. It's the Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers. Mm-hmm. Same division that I've done the last two, two, I think. Seven years in the league. Four separate teams. Top 12. Well, then it's got to be Cook. It is Cook. But that's, the Cook. Only one that, that's the only one where they're, I guess, they would have been reunited with their quarterback. I would... Yeah, so... Uh, I was thinking Cook before, but I yeah. couldn't think of the other... I can't place the team. I'm so fixated on the teams they're on now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that team. I can't remember what teams he was even on. Cook played for the uh, Saints most recently is where he is now. Uh, before that, he played for the Raiders. One That's Green Bay, And then he was drafted by the Rams originally. Gotcha. All right. 70, yeah, he missed he missed those his 34 finish or 36 finish overall. He had 10 games played that was with the Packers. But he followed up 16 games with Oakland the next year as the 34th tight end. It's so hard. I I just get fixated on teams that they're on now. It's so weird to think of the, the previous teams they were on. And uh, the I, I mentioned this before. The reason I choose players is like I want to like provide some potentially useful information. Yeah. So Jared Cook was the number one tight end with Drew Brees from week 10 on last year. So when you're drafting your tight ends, and if you're drafting them late, like like we do, getting Jared Cook late could be a fucking. Steal. The number one thing about this this game is we forget details as soon as they're set. Sure. We just we just pan over details. We get stuck on one thing. We focus on that, and we forget the details of the we, rest of the. Maybe we need to make the clues like each clue is like just one or two notes. Like we, I feel like we have like. A lot of notes. I feel like we just need to get better at remembering. We're practicing. It's our fault. It's yeah, not- here's here's the deal. So when the regular season starts, we'll probably get more listeners. Like, this is the week one of the season. So we'll have to have it solidified by week one. But we can just have, like, a mapped out, like, we already have, like, the divisions. Of the well, we can have random current stats, too. But here is yeah, mine for you. Oh, God, I forgot I have to do it. He was fourth on his team in overall yards. That's any yards. He was fourth on his team. Overall yards, okay. He finished second fourth best on his team in his position. And he is ranked this year exactly where he finished last year. Oh, God. At his position. Oh, my God. Okay, they're going to read that back. So, they're fourth on his team in overall yards. He finished second best on his team at his position, though. And he is ranked this year exactly where he finished last year. Okay, so I don't have a pos- uh, position yet. No, I did that to get back at you for last you. week. The position's in the next one, but I didn't include it in the first one at because least I just to get back at you a little bit. I didn't give you the position in the second <laughs> one either last year. So they're not they're not like the focal point of the team. Second best at their position makes me want to think they're a receiver. Maybe they're a running back like like a James White or something. And ranked this year like they were last year. I, James White came to mind, but I feel like he finished better. I'm trying to get in your mind. I feel like you are You'll never get in my mind. I feel like you chose a receiver. You just can't see because this because last year I didn't aluminum foil. A receiver. I'm wearing an aluminum foil helmet, so you can't get in my mind right now. 
Oh, that's not true, but I've been watching X-Men recently, and it feels like something... About fucking time you've been watching X-Men. I've been trying to get this motherfucker to watch X-Men for years. He's watched the Marvel movies... Love How many Marvel. times through since you said you were going to start X-Men? Like, four times through. Yeah. I'm just like, watch the fucking X-Men movies. <laughs> so now we're on The Last Stand. And I've seen a couple of them. I've seen, like, Days of Future Past. That's the most confusing one to be the only one you fucking watch. You watch that and you you have to come out of that being like, what the fuck just hit? Like, I don't understand anything that happened. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Like, but you haven't seen the X-Men, so you probably didn't understand any of it. Who's your goddamn guest, Mr. X-Men? Yeah, I, like I... The X stands for Xavier, and also used to be. You keep changing. <laughs> it just, it's multiple meanings. Who's your damn right. pick? Uh, I don't really have a good pick, so I'm going to stab in the dark. I'm going to say Sterling Shepard. Good pick, though. That was a good pick. I like that. This wide receiver had his first 1,000-yard season of his career last year. The previously discussed ranking is number 37. So 37. He finished 37 last year. He's 37th ranked this year. He had eight less touchdowns last year than he did in 2018. Whoa. Despite no major changes in his, basically in his squad. He had eight less touchdowns last year than in 2018, despite no major squad changes. So, it's a wide receiver who had their first 1,000-yard year. Mm -hmm. They are the number 37 ADP, I assume according to Fantasy Pros, and also number 37 finished last year. Not Not ADP, it's the ranking in their position. Oh, sure. Yeah, sorry. That makes sense. And then they got, even though there were no major team changes, they lost eight touchdowns. Yeah, which is huge drop off. And yeah, yeah. Wow. So they they had a, so it must have been somebody who was better and then struggled this past year, but is also not being ranked as highly as they used to have been. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> that might not even be right. Uh, I'm trying to glance over the teams quick. I, I guess I don't really have a clue as to how long they've been in the league or not. I know they're a wide receiver. Ah, man. You know they had no major change to their team last year. Which, I guess, kind of implies that they are on the same team as they were in the last years, like two years ago as well. No names are jumping out to me. I'm going to have to take a stab in the dark before my morals get the best of me and tell me to pick. I'm going to go with... No, that would be a major change. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got it. You got it! I'm going to finish my ugly finder. <laughs> Oh, I'm watching him finish it. Oh, it's going down good. That is really good. It is a good beer. It is very good. No. Not your typical idea. Man, I don't have Cloudier. a good pick. I'm, I can't even like, think of I'll somebody I'll keep talking like, about beer. Love beer. You guys ever had beer before? It's great. Comes in cans, bottles, tap, growler, crowler. Maybe you just want to get the thing at the, behind the bar where they clean out the rags and like the drip tray and you just drink that. It's up to you. If you're an, I'm no Calvin Ridley. But, good guess. Calvin Ridley has not had a 1,000-yard season yet. I talked about that the last one, remember? Damn. Obviously no. (laughs) Yeah. And he had a crazy amount of touchdowns his rookie year. Yeah. He is in the AFC West Broncos Chiefs Chargers Raiders. AFC West Broncos Chiefs Chargers Raiders. So, I don't remember... I don't think Cortland Sun's not the 37th receiver, and that's the only guy that matters there. Oh, Sammy Watkins is a good guess. Mike Williams is a good guess as well. It's not a Raiders receiver. Uh, Right? It better not be. 
Tyrell Williams or somebody. I'm giving you enough clues. I'm going to go. I'm going to answer your damn questions. I'm going to go Mike Williams. Yes, oh. Mike Williams. Woo. Correct. Yeah, he hit 1,001 yards last year. I remember year. him having <laughs> <You said laughs> 1,001 yards last year. That must have been like your search criteria. Like, who had two tu- Two years. touchdowns compared to 10 in 2018. I remember him having a lot two years ago. Yeah. I did not remember having two. He only had 664 yards and 10 touchdowns. Like, that's crazy production. Wow. That explains him finishing at the same spot as he's being drafted at. Yeah, so um, there we go. And now you got one, I got one. So I'm still up two, four to two on the year. Wow. Bruce Clues. Final notes. Anything you want to add? Oh, man. I feel like that that Bruce Clues was – it was good. I feel like it was hard and, and – but also – Accurate. Oh, wait. Did I say – no, I didn't. Oh, I did get one. Okay, I got Jared Cook, right? I was like, wait, did I yeah, get it right? <laughs> I got it right. I was like, wait a second. Did I give myself a point that I didn't earn? I think my final notes would be go with your gut in the draft if you, you know, maybe think you value a player higher, but then in the heat of it, you draft a different player at running back or something like that. It's fine, you know? Let it happen. My final notes are going to cross over to different sports. I'm going to say, Bucks, get your shit together. You just lost game one to the Magic. Come on, I I I get that there was the quarantine shit. Bucks get it together. Brewers on the other hand taking three out of four against the Cubs in the past weekend, bringing back to five hundred second in the division. Go Brew Crew. And the baseball tie-in brings us to the Broken Bat Brewery, which we have to thank for this delicious beer, the Ugly Finder IPA. And what a suggestion! It's so amazing. Keep sending your suggestions. We'll keep drinking for you. Thanks. See you in the next one.